Welcome to Kingdom Talk Radio Hour with Dennis McCord, founder of God Hope Ministries, along with co-host Dr. Michael Bogart, president of Aspect Ministries. Kingdom Talk is where Christ is King, and we are the subjects and citizens of the Kingdom of God. Here we are once again on Kingdom Talk Radio Hour. That's Talk Radio 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. We're here every Saturday from 12 to 1. We are a voice in the wilderness. We are talking all things kingdom. And I have my friend and, uh, well, we're going to make an announcement, but we, we are yes. grateful that uh, Loto is here from Loto Ministries. God bless you, Loto. Good to see you. Bless you, Dennis. Get ready, everyone. we got some exciting news coming up, but for now, good afternoon. Yes, sirree. Now, the thing is, is uh, we are wanting to focus on what it is to be subjects and citizens mm. of the kingdom of God. We're going to look at the scriptures, as always. We're going to preach the gospel. We're going to give people an opportunity to become citizens. We'll have an initiation ceremony here for new citizens of the kingdom of God as they put their faith in Jesus. Um, but uh, you can join us on Facebook. Uh, also, we have a Spotify podcast mm-hmm. uh, and YouTube at yep. Kingdom Talk. And so we are grateful to be alive in Christ. What an exciting time to be alive in Jesus, isn't it? Amen. Absolutely, brother. With all that's going on, yes. even in California, there's a lot of people that say, oh, I want to leave the state. You know, the darker it gets in California, yeah. the more I want to stay. Come on now. It's like, you know, we run to where the darkness yes. is. You know, it says the gates of hell shall not prevail Amen. against the church. And that's Amen. that's what we do as believers. Yes, sir. You know, we, we run to set people free. Yeah. And when the cult culture gets dark, we bring the light. Because Jesus is the light of the world, we are the light of the world. Thank you, God. Yeah, and so uh, we're called to be children of light, and and so we're moving forward. And uh, uh, you know, we're grateful that we have an opportunity to 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 join together with all of you yes. and talk about things kingdom, but but to encourage one another Amen. Uh, in love. And I, I have to start off here with, with regards to our own personal walk with Jesus, mm. and how that He told the Church of Ephesus. You know, he said unto them, he said, unto the angel of the church of Ephesus, okay? He says, the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks among the seven golden lampstands. Yes. Now, we know that's the church, the churches, uh, and this is uh, Jesus talking here because this is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's the revelation about Jesus. It's the revelation that God gave to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's the revelation of Jesus that is being revealed to us. And uh, and at the very beginning of the book, it says, Blessed is he who reads and those who hear and those who understand yes, the words of this book. Yes. And so we're reading right now. So we are blessed, my brother. That's right. We're blessed. Amen. And he, he says to the angel of the church, and he says to us, I believe many of us, if not all of us, he says, I know your works, your toil, your patience, your endurance, and how you cannot bear those who are evil and have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not and found them to be false. So he's commending them. He's saying, you know, look, you are not allowing for evil to go unchecked. Uh, you know, we have false apostles today uh, in, in the world and in, in the church, and we have to be willing to call them out. Um, and it says you found them to be false. And so that's the the the, the commending that he does, right? Yes. He says, yeah. I know you're enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake, and you have not grown weary. 
Yes. But he says, I have this against you. So this is the correction that he brings, that you have abandoned the love that you had at the first. You've abandoned your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the works that you did at the first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand wow. from its place unless you repent. repent. And brother, I tell you, you know, with all that's going on, you know, we, we talked about how that the message of calamity, mm-hmm. the message of judgment uh, is repentance. Sir. And that's the heart that God wants us to have is to return back to that first love. Remember when we first got saved? What? Gosh, amen. Come on, brother. <laughs> I mean, well, it was just, just, just a little bit about you, you know, I mean, you, you yeah. were in the gang life and all that and, and, uh, and, and you had a wake up call, didn't you? You know, I, I just, uh, we had a morning prayer this morning with, uh, with one of my brothers, uh, our neighbor mm-hmm. and I was sharing with him last night. I was sharing my testimony with, with another brother after a powerful men's service last night, but it, it just, it was so refreshing and, and, and I'm almost, uh, uh, I'm almost kicking myself because I realized like, man, how long has it been since I really shared my testimony, mm. you know, in, in that way? And I, w- I would strongly encourage everyone who has a testimony, share your testimony often. Because last night, it just I, I just fell in love with Jesus all over again. Awesome. Revisiting, you know, when I got saved. You know, I, I'll never forget when, where, and how I got saved. And I'm just, you know, it's, it, it was so refreshing, Dennis. It's so refreshing to hear. Now, we're going to get mm-hmm. into that a little bit. The things we, we're going to cover today, some things that, that we need to be looking at, you know, mm-hmm. this, the uh, sad state of affairs at the Oscars in Hollywood, yeah. uh, that I know it grieves the Lord's heart, and it's just sad to see what's going on there. Yes, sir. Uh, so we can talk about that and bring some scriptural insights into mm-hmm. that. Uh, and with regards to uh, Governor Newsom and uh, his latest uh, lack of leadership, or yeah. should I say leading uh, California off the Man. cliff, and many are like lemmings that are falling off the cliff. Uh, and uh, he's appointed uh, the first transgender judge. And also, he's, he's, is this a trial balloon or what's going on with this trans, this infanticide, infanticide bill? Yeah. Um, so, this is what it leads to. You know, it says in the last days, evil men shall grow worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Um, they shall profess that they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient unto every good work, reprobate or cast wow. away. And so this man claims to be a, a practicing Catholic. That would be Governor Newsom. And yes, we are called to judge the fruit. Yes, we can look and we can say there are wolves in sheep's clothing. Putin claims to be a Christian. I can say he's not. I can say he's not by his works. You shall know them by their fruits. We, we don't want to get into... You know, when somebody's struggling with something, we can't be, you know, discerning that. But there are, there are point, there's a point in time where you can, Paul called certain leaders, false teachers, false apostles. He named them by name, right? John called them a group of vipers. There you go. Bunch of snakes. Exactly. Snakes and vipers. And Mm -hmm. Jesus did as well. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so we, you know, that, that's, that's that. And the point is, is that, I mean, John the Baptist Uh, called out Herod. Uh, Jesus called Herod a fox, you know? And so the thing is, is that um, uh, we can talk about these things. But before we go there, you know, just to make sure we have our heart posture right before the Lord uh, and and, and really having that pure heart. Blessed are the pure in heart. You know, we're not the final word on any of these issues. You know, we are, have to be humble. We have to recognize our opinions are not fully informed. 
Yeah. Uh, and so to be humble before the Lord. But one of the refreshing things is to return Thank to our first God. love and do our first works when we would share our testimony. Would you be willing to just share just a, a short version of that again, even now this morning? Or is, oh, of course. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so for those that don't know, uh, for those of you that are watching, you know, I'm not wearing these glasses because I'm trying to be cool, even though I am cool. Um, <laughs> That's right. But, um, you know, back in 94, I was involved with a lot of things I shouldn't have been involved with. You know, a lot of it was gang-related, drug-related. And uh, I got to a point where, you know, I, I just lost every reason to live because there was nothing worth living for anymore because I finally got this dream I thought I wanted of being this big gangbanger to find out it was an empty dream, that uh, everything I expected out of it really wasn't there. And I also saw how much I threw away for it. You know, I threw away a great life, you know, great education, a bright future. I was, I, my plan was to be a doctor or a lawyer or an NFL player, you know, but uh, I threw all that away for this thing and I just got so um, devastated with the emptiness even became suicidal, and so I went on a rampage, and that rampage was just hoping somebody would put a bullet in my head and end it for me. Mm. Um, I almost got my death wish in uh, 1994, stood face-to-face with a solid shotgun, shot in the face, and woke up in the hospital blind. But I can honestly say, again, what I love saying every time, that becoming blind was actually the beginning of the best thing that's ever happened to me because God only let the devil close eyes on my face just to open up the eyes of my heart. And today, I thank Mm. God because he's able to use this blind guy to help those who can see better than me, but they're still searching. You're still wow. Searching, wow. That's, that's the work of God. Yes, that's sir. that supernatural, unexplainable yes. intervention yes. of the Holy spirit into Amen. one's life. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you talked about opening up the eyes of your heart, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Paul said that he prayed for the church of Ephesus, the same church, yes. right? Yes. Uh, in the book of Ephesians there, you know, that the eyes of their heart would be enlightened. They may yes. know what is the hope of their calling, what is the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of the riches of, uh, of that glory Amen. in Christ. In Christ. Uh, and so this is the thing is that in, in, in looking at and talking about returning to our first love, you know, <clears throat> Jesus has called us to that passionate, deep relationship and the beauty is, is that it's it's just, just a prayer away. It's like that old song, just a prayer away. Yeah. Any hour, any day, Amen. Jesus is just a prayer away. Amen. So to make correction, repentance is such a gift yeah. uh, that we can, when we get a wrong heart posture, posture yes. when we get to where we find ourselves having uh, hateful thoughts or uh, lustful thoughts or greed, we can, Lord, we can come before him. Lord, forgive me. I trust in you and your shed blood. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from some unrighteousness. No, mm. all, all, all. Thank you. And God. that's for you, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen. So you got an argument with your wife this morning or you cut somebody off on the road or, uh, you know, whatever uh, happened last night, you drank too much um, and uh, whatever's going on in yeah. your life. Just oh. call on the name of the Lord. If you're a believer and if you're not a believer, Amen. now is the time to put your trust in Jesus Christ. Just confess your sins, turn from your sin, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved, you and your house. Yes, Lord. This is your entrance into the kingdom of heaven mm. by simply coming to the end of yourself. That's right. The Lord knows you. He knows your name. He knows where you live. He knows what you've done in your life, but yet he loves you. And he Amen. paid that price for you for your sin, to give you a fresh start, a new beginning in Christ. Confess your sins even right now to Jesus. Yes. Believe on him and move forward in faith, knowing 
that you have been accepted and loved because of your faith in Jesus Christ. You're a new creation. You're going forth free from sin, free from shame, free from the devil, free from the world, and you're walking forth as a citizen of the kingdom of God. Find a good Bible church and join in with them. You're listening to Kingdom Talk Radio. That's 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. We are broadcasting here from the luxurious Manchester studio here in the heart of Fresno and the heart of the valley, and it's uh, reverberating. The gospel of the kingdom is going out from here throughout the valley and calling all of us. Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. From my Yoke is easy and my burden is light, says the Lord. Hallelujah. This Hallelujah. So awesome. Yes. You know, Hillsong is another thing that we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. here. Um, and that's a unfortunate uh, situation. Uh, and uh, this is a brother in the Lord uh, who has made a misstep. He's he's repenting, you know. And, um, and but the thing is, is that when we see uh, these uh, leaders of massive movements falling into um, discretion. Okay. Um, then, uh, it, it ought to be a wake up call to all of us, you know, yes, yes. with regards to how we move forward in our walk with the Lord. And so I'd like to, I think we should talk a little bit about easy believism, sloppy agape, greasy grace. Mm -hmm. Okay. Where there's this, you know, idea that uh, I got my ticket to heaven. Every head was bow. Every eye was closed. Uh, I shook the preacher's hand so here I am, I've got my ticket to heaven, and that's it, no matter how I live my life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, before before we get to that, yeah. what a what a beautiful model Jesus left for us when it comes to discerning, when it comes to uh, righteous judgment, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to using discretion. You, you look at what he, he said to that church. He he said, this, this, this I love about you. You do this right. You do this right. This you do great. This you do great. And he, he, he lavished them, you know, with what they're doing good. Man, I wish we would do that more often ourselves. Mm. You know, we, Jesus laid out, you know, the, the, the 90% of the stuff they do good and then laid the smack down with that 10%. You know, but this one thing I have against you, you do all these things, but this one thing, you know. Kiss, kick, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> Mercy, then truth. Yes. You know, and, and I call it, uh, 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 you know, if you're going to serve negative, serve it in a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> two, two positives and stick a negative in, in between, you know? And, and so, you know, but this is what Jesus did, you know? And it's like, man, if we would take the same kind That's of approach, good. you know, because a lot of times we, 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 we deny the good that the people are doing, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, you know, just to get to that last 10%, I, I had a um, guy gave me a word for a beautiful, a wonderful sister of mine uh, at the church. And I was sharing with her. It's like, man, you know, it's like your God wants, you to know, he sees you giving the 90%. And, and, and man, and, and he sees your heart and, and you want him, but it's that last 10% that he's jealous mm. for mm. that makes him jealous, you know, over you, you know, mm. like, man, that needs to be surrendered. And so even like with here, you know, it's, it's coming, you know, and approach it with love. But like you said, we have to be careful because there's a place and a time for everything, you know, and it cannot be all, oh, poor baby, you know, it, it's okay. We're going to be all right. No. People are going to go to hell. What do you mean it's going to be all right? It's not going to be all right. We cannot we cannot just baby everyone. And it's almost like, you know what? If you want to go to hell, you know what? Oh, it's, I'm 
I'm so sad that you're going to help. Here's a pillow just to make it a little bit more comfortable, mm. you know, on your way there, you mm-hmm. know. No, we should be trying to get that person out of that car that's running off the cliff, you know. And, and, and I just, and I'm not saying that nobody did this for our, for our brother, you know, uh, uh, Pastor Houston, you know. But, but my goodness, you know, I, I really do pray that somebody did try to step in, you know, and that they didn't fall victim to what many of us Christians fall to, and that's the celebrity Christian garbage. That's the thing. That's the thing. And to have accountability. We all need yes. accountability yeah. in our lives. So yeah. each one of us, yeah. uh, where we have a, a group of, of, of men and women that will speak truth to us in love, yes. like Jesus did, yes. right, that we trust. Yeah. Uh, that can uh, nudge us or push us mm-hmm. when we need it, or you know, give us even you know, a kick in if we need yeah, it. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. and to make sure that we're on that straight and narrow because yeah. that's the beauty of repentance. You know, is yes. that we have to be humble, and that's the thing about being connected to the local church. That's why it's a one of the many man. reasons we have to be yes. connected to the local church, uh, and we have to humble ourselves and be subject one to another. Yeah, and that's part of the process of of humility is, 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 is being connected. And so with regards to, you know, Hillsong and what's going on there that, um, for those of you who don't know that, uh, uh, the pastor, uh, Houston there, he, uh, had to step down and, uh, there were accusations early on that his father, uh, had, uh, done some sexual impropriety and that, uh, the pastor Houston did not, uh, correct that. He didn't, bring the right type of uh, adjustment there. He denies that, and that very well may be true that he did handle that properly. But then there's this other uh, situation where he walks into a hotel room and he's there for 45 minutes with a woman alone. And um, and he was taking psychotropic, I guess, like anxiety mm-hmm. drugs and had some alcohol. And so um, he, said, he, he denies that there was anything sexually improper there. So we don't know. But it's just uh, sad that the state of affairs, and I do think that, um, and, and God have mercy on him, and Lord, please heal the church and bring comfort to those that are struggling through this uh, really um, impropriety and the scandal that's going on in yeah. the Hillsong churches. Um, and so the thing is, is that um, when you see the way that many seeker-sensitive type of churches are set up market driven rather than spirit driven. Mm. Right. Wow. Um, and so that can be a setup, you know, uh, Bill Hybels, who was the founder of Willow Creek, which was one of the first and largest of kind of the seeker sensitive model. Uh, he, uh, had a moral failing as well and stepped down. And prior to that, he, he said we were wrong with regards to our whole church model that, um, that we were not making disciples. Wow. You see that? He, he acknowledged that, wow. which yes. was, I commend him for that. Yes. Um, and so any one of us is, is capable of having a moral failing, mm-hmm. uh, but it's the system. And I think one thing that's really important is to have, for pastors to have eldership around them. Yes. Where it isn't an autocratic pastoral role, but you have elders that can speak into their lives and hold them accountable as well. And that's mm-hmm. the biblical model. Amen. is a plurality of elders, mm-hmm. right? And so, yeah, a, a senior pastor who's a first among equals, but there really does need to be accountability for all of us because we all have blind spots. Yes, sir. Uh, and so the thing is, um, in looking at that, 
part of the seeker sensitive model, you know, is is that you're uh, accommodating those who are not believers, and um, you're wanting to have the church services be appealing to unbelievers. Yeah. And so, you know, there's the mercy side, but what about the truth? It says mercy and truth have yes, met sir. together. Mm-hmm. I tell you, that is such a foundational principle, really, in each of our lives. Yeah. As citizens of the kingdom of God, is that mercy and truth have met together. We've talked about this many times, and we will continue to do so. Mm-hmm. But we do need we do need that um, that tension and that balance of mercy first and then truth. Yes. So that's fine if you're wanting to bring in the crowd through uh, being seeker sensitive. But but we need to be Holy Spirit sensitive and bring the truth in the clarion call to repentance and cross bearing discipleship. Dennis, real quick, for those that don't know secrets, what is that? Yeah, so it's a just a church model, you know, mm-hmm. where uh, rather than uh, coming to church and it's full on uh, churchianity talk, yeah, Christianese, yeah, where you're talking uh, all these biblical terms only, you know, justification, sanctification, yeah. glorification, all the shuns, you know, yes. of the Bible, um, uh, reconciliation. You know, uh, and all these you know theological terms, but you're breaking it down yeah. in a way that people can understand. That's good. That that's fine. That's well done. That and we need to do that. But when you take it to the point where mm-hmm. you're so sensitive that you're not bringing a cross-bearing discipleship message of full-on repentance, yeah. self-denial, and following Jesus. Yes. Do you amen. see that? And so that's it's a, it's a church model. It's a market-driven model. It does take sometimes corporate. Uh, uh, ideas on how to run a corporation and a business and brings it into the church. So how do we do the marketing? How do we appeal to people's mm. desires? You know, how do we get them into the church, church and fill seats with people and have a large crowd and yeah. get them excited and getting feeling good? You see how yeah. that starts to get to be um, a potentially really problematic. Uh, yes, uh, it says that they uh, Paul, Paul prophesied and said that they they, they put before themselves teachers having yeah. Itching ears. Itch, yes. You know, um, he says, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Man. The time shall come when they shall not endure sound doctrine. Amen. But after their own lust, they shall heap to themselves teachers to, to scratch their ears, to, to tickle their ears. Yeah. You know, uh, and uh, uh, and so we, we have to be a people that can endure sound doctrine. You don't have to endure entertainment, do you? No, yep, amen. So, so entertainment is another thing, you know, yep. uh, where rather than worship, it ends up being a show. Mm-hmm. So we're talking kingdom here, yeah, and we need to be uh, willing to look at these things and uh, and be aware and be discerning, uh, and 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 you know, and, and the reality is, this is not about being hypercritical and walking around, you know, uh, correcting everyone, but it is just about being discerning, yes. and when we see this. You know, to be lovingly, like you said, you uh, you underscored it, mm-hmm. Loto, how Jesus dealt with the church at Ephesus. Yes. He commended them. He loved them. And then yeah. he gave them a correction. Yes. And he chastened them. He, he gave them yes. a rebuke. Yep. Amen. Right? Amen. Um, Amen. You know, and so uh, so he says, uh, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, he says, in the revelation there to the church of Laodicea. You know, he says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Okay. Um Yes. Here's whoever hears opens the door. I will. Yes. I will come into them and 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 have a meal with them. Yes. And they they with me. So, um, but he says as many right before that, 
He says, as many as I rebuke, uh, as many as I love, I rebuke and chase and be therefore zealous and repent. Amen. And that's what we're talking about here is that pure heart. Yeah. To have a heart of repentance before the Lord, return to our first love. Yes. Um, and to then uh, recognize that uh, we are called to holiness. Yeah. Without which no man shall see God. Amen. The writer of Hebrews says. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing, Loto. Yes. It's yeah. about, it's about, uh, we are called. It's just, it's been, been given unto us on the behalf of Christ in Philippians, he says. Yeah. And not only to believe on him, but to suffer for his sake. Yeah. Now, now, now there's something else I want to, uh, I think it should be, it should be brought up. And, and, and so, and I think it, it, if we, if we could find a way forward, it will help us help, help our pastors and help there our leaders. Go. Right. Come on. And, and this, there's, 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 there's this, I don't know if you want to call it dynamic, but there's this thing where we we put the pastor on the pedestal, and 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 then we just we turn that pedestal into a witness stand. Whoa! And then we just interrogate. We you know we question and this yeah. and that, but at the same time we're expecting them to be this perfect person that's supposed to be you know next to Jesus. Come you on. know. You know, you know, but at the same time, well, who does he think he is? You know, who does she think she yeah. is? You know, we treat leaders like this, right? Well, and it's like we, we, we put them on a pedestal, but we want them at, on, on the witness stand at the same time. And there's this conflict of like, okay, are they pastors? Are they are they representatives of Christ? Or are they a punch bag? You know, like, come on. what are we doing here with, with these folks? Because, and, and I think I think we can do both, but we need to be fair-handed about it. Because we cannot treat them as if they're supposed to be perfect, you know, and, and all that, and then just be shocked when they're human. Because the reality is they're human. Totally. They're human, you know. So, you know, I, I think we just, we really need to have the discussion, you know. It's not going to be all done in this show, but just across the world, across the nation, across the body of what, the just proper uh, uh, treat treatment of our leaders, you know. That we do remember that they're humans, and we don't only pull that card out when it's convenience. Both ways, both no, ways. No, no, no question. It is a double-edged sword, isn't it? Uh, it? It is, of course. And so the thing yeah. is, is that you know there needs to be a tremendous amount of grace uh, for leaders, and 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 so on. So what we're talking about is a system and an approach yeah, yeah. to to doing church. Yes. So there's going to be a continuum where some people are, you know. Uh, maybe erring on the side towards seeker. Some people are erring on the side towards being uh, really overly focused on uh, holiness and walking, you know, lockstep with obedience. I'd rather be on that side. Yeah, well, that's true, (laughs) but it is mercy and truth. But then what we're talking about, though, is we're talking about a a, a church model that has pitfalls. Oh, my gosh. And so, and that's the seeker-sensitive model that has pitfalls. Yeah. Uh, And so... Um, yes. And that's, that's the thing is that we have to be careful that we're not putting ourselves in the role of being the doctrine cop or yeah. whatever, and, and, uh, being critical of pastors and so on. That's why I love what you said when you mentioned the other part of that is truth. Yeah. And, and you know, yes, mercy, mer- grace. Yes. Thank God for that. But we have to be honest though. Yeah. And that's, that's the whole thing. Like when we look at that, we have to be honest about what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're looking at a pastor at the same time. We're looking at a person. That's right. You know? And, and so it, it, and that's what we have to be clear about because otherwise we'll get enamored, you know. Right. Oh man, this pastor, this great pastor of thousands of you know members, you know, and we'll you know we'll get enamored by that, 
or if we just see them as a person, then you know they would you know that's lost. But we have to decide which one are we looking at. Well, this this ties in with, again that we're talking about this uh, scandal at mm-hmm. Hillsong, uh, and we've seen it over and over again in mega churches, but small churches as yes. well. Yeah, yeah. And so it's simply just about being accountable. Yeah, uh, it's about uh, recognizing that the salvation that we've been given freely by grace amen without works yeah not earning one mist of one drop of the ocean of god's love yeah is a gift that then requires stewardship that we're called he said jesus said if you love me you will keep my commandments yeah and his commandments are not grievous okay man so so that's the thing is is to uh to be able to um recognize that we're called to the obedience of faith. Yeah. See, it, 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 says, it says, by grace are you saved through faith. Well, what faith. is faith? Yeah. Faith, biblical saving faith, is trust in, reliance upon, mm. and obedience yes. to Jesus. See, it's not just mental assent. Oh, I agree, Jesus died for my sins. Yeah. No, but you have to put your trust in him. Forsake oneself. Trust in Jesus. Man. Rely upon. And then obedience. In fact, faith and obedience are used interchangeably yes, in the sir. Bible. Yes. So this is what we're talking about is obedience, holiness. Yeah. And holiness is about relationship. That's right. It really is. It's about being yes. positioned in right relationship with God. Amen. Uh, and so that we can walk in deep fellowship. Now, when we sin and if we, we're not repentant, we can, our fellowship gets hindered. Yeah. Um, but we don't lose our salvation you know, uh, you know, immediately. You're, I, I personally do hold to the, the idea that you can lose your salvation over a long period of time of willful. God only knows. I, I, we can't judge that. But I do hold to, I don't hold to once saved, always saved. Okay? People do backslide. People do come under the wrath of God after having walked with Jesus. I see it in the scriptures. I see it in life, yeah. experience. Uh, but it's not this, you know, hyper-Armenianism mm-hmm. uh, versus Calvinism. Armenianism says you can lose your salvation. Calvinism says you can't, and a lot of other things. But the point is, is that if you miss church on Wednesday night, you're not going to go to hell. You know, it's not this, you lose your salvation like you lose your keys. It's, it's about, you know, if someone over a long period of time rejects Jesus and doesn't repent and goes and lives like the devil, lives in the world, in the flesh, I do believe that you that you can lose your salvation. I think that's biblical. Uh, so that is one of the teachings that's important to understand because, you know, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Yes. But perfect love casts out all fear. Amen. So we're wanting to walk in love. When we're walking in love and walking in the spirit, there's there's no fear of judgment. But a little healthy fear, God forbid, if 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 one of us was to slip up and 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 get into a situation going into a hotel room with a woman alone. You know, the fear of God would be a healthy dose, wouldn't it? Oh, just, just hearing this about this puts the fear of the Lord in my bones. Yeah. Because if it can happen to him. Except for the grace of God. Yeah. There go I, right? It could happen to any of us. Yes. So so these are these are important yeah. subjects that we're talking about yeah. here. Um, and so, yes, you know, we need to walk. He showed the O man. This is what, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it says in Micah, Micah, Micah 6, you know, what is good and what the Lord does require of you to do justly, to do justly, to love mercy, mercy and to, to walk, walk humbly, humbly yes. with your God. Yes, yes. To do justly means to do what's right. Yes, Amen. And to be obedient. That's all He requires. Yeah. Yep. And, and let me just say this about obedience of faith. This is an important thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul commended the Thessalonian church. He said for their their their, their labor of love, 
their work of faith and their patience of hope. Yeah. So he commended them for their work yeah. of faith. See, that's the difference between the old covenant. Mm. It was works, okay? But it, but in the new covenant, it's works of faith. Amen. And then Amen. In, in, in Romans chapter 1, yeah. you know, we see that um, in Romans chapter 1, it, the book, the treatise on justification by faith, mm-hmm. you know, what we, talk, we, we preach on, we study, we talk yeah. about, we, yeah. you know, we look at, um, it opens up with obedience of faith. Yes. Uh, it says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ unto uh, the Gentiles to bring them to obedience of faith. Yeah. And then the other bookend, okay, or the slice of bread on the sandwich, whatever, the, the other mm-hmm. bookend, at the very end, he talks about the obedience of faith. So Paul was not against obedience or good works, yeah. but it, it doesn't earn us anything, no. but it's the result of that free gift. Amen. And that's the point yes. we got. But then there's that cross-bearing discipleship. So Matthew 16, uh, here in Matthew 16, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, Peter gets commended because he says, you know, you are the Christ and all yeah. that. He's, he's there yeah. um, in Caesarea Philippi. Yes. And he says... Uh, you know, Peter rebuked Jesus when he said he was going to suffer, right? <laughs> so he goes from being this... <laughs> Good old Peter. <laughs> kind of like you and I, right? Yes, you know, we yes. get all high and mighty and everything, yes, you know? Yes. And so, and then, know so then Peter, yeah, after confessing yeah. Christ, he rebukes the Lord. Oh, my gosh, yeah. How many times we try to counsel God? Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. And so he says, far be it from you, O Lord, Man. this shall not happen unto you, right? And mm. so then <laughs> Jesus turned unto Peter Get behind me, Satan. Yes. Gosh, from being, you know, Peter the Rock, yes. you know, to Satan. My goodness, yeah. Yeah, you are an offense unto me, for you are desiring the things that not that not Come be on. of God, but those yeah. things which be of men. of men. And that's what can happen mm. with the seeker-sensitive thing. That's the point. Yeah. Desire, it talks in the Bible about those who are lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Of God. Right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so we see here uh, in, 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 in Matthew 16, verse 24, he says, if any man, so he tells Peter, Look, you know, you're missing it here, all right? You're you're offending me. Yeah. And he says, if any man will follow me, let him deny himself. Is. That's you, the point. Yes. Take up his cross Come on. and follow me. For whosoever Amen. will save his life will lose it. Yeah. Whosoever loses his life That's for my right. sake shall find it. Amen. For what is a man profit if he gain the whole world and lose his own there soul? Yeah. Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Yeah. So this is the point. And so... When we look at this uh, with regards to, um, you know, what's going on in the church and the scandal there of celebrity Christianity, it can't help but think about the Oscars transitioning yeah. in that segue. You know, real, into, real, real quick, before we yeah. go there, there's a principle yeah. I want to I point out Please. there. It's very powerful. Uh, and, it's you know, when he's in a room and, and in denial and all that, the Bible tells us to not let your good work, you know, have, have an evil appearance. And to get rid of any reproach, right? Yes, yes. And, and so, and, and that reminds me of, of Joseph, the great, the great Joseph that had the coat of many colors. You know, yep. uh, a Bible hero, and rightfully so. I, I love Joseph. I thank God for Joseph. And saying it like that, you you know, there's a butt coming up. You know, but you know, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, Joseph's in this room, you know, with with uh, Potiphar's wife, and, and and she goes after him and tries to seduce him. You know, and, and uh, she says, "Well, nobody's gonna know." And, and Joseph's like, well, no, but my God's going to know. I will not sin against my God. There you Praise go. God. That's awesome. That's great. But here's my question, Dennis. What was he doing in the room in the first place? Well, that's the thing. That's what the, was that's he the, doing in the room in the first uh, place? People made fun of, of, of uh, 
Well, Billy Graham had a uh, code of of honor, really. Yes, yes. Where he would not be alone in a room with a woman. Man. And then Mike Pence. On. It came out that Mike Pence had that same code, yeah. and they were calling him misogynistic, that he hated women, and well, you know, and all hate, that kind yep, of thing. Yeah. You know, you know. So, 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 yeah. So, so that's the point is that we. We need to flee from youthful lusts. Yes. Run. We yeah. the answer is run. Amen. You get invited into a room, you know, to a woman that's yeah. not your wife in a hotel room. Yeah. The response is is run. Amen. And that's what Joseph did, right? Man, yes. And for I, I love how earlier you said something that ties us back to first love, you know? Yeah. And Jesus said, If you love me, come on. Then, you know, do this. There you, you know? go. And, and and man, but yes, great segue, you know, great, you know, you know, to into the what happened with the Oscars. Which is so unfortunate. You know, how many pastors do we have to lose before we wake up and say, there's something wrong with Amen. the way we're doing church? How many Hollywood uh, stars have to fall? How, how fall Falling stars. Yeah. I mean, shooting stars. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the point is, is that um, at the Oscars, yes. uh, you know, uh, I remember when Whitney Houston passed mm-hmm. away. Yeah, and it was right around the time of the Oscars, if I remember correctly. I think she was gonna, she was gonna be this. She was gonna be at the. Oh, she might have even been scheduled to sing. I don't know. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I thought about you know Marilyn Monroe. You know, um, uh, you know all of these different ones that mm-hmm. have died over the years. Michael yes. Jackson. Yeah. You know, um, uh, Elvis Presley. Yep. yep. You know how how many have to die? And then and then Whitney Houston, this beautiful yeah. woman singer, um. And she dies there at the the Hollywood Hotel. Yes, uh, and yeah. she she's on alcohol and drugs, and she she dies in the bathtub. Gosh! And I thought, and the Oscars were like the next night or something. It was that night. Yes, it's yeah. coming up. Yeah. And, and, and for, for for those uh, um, who doesn't know, yeah. you know, uh, you you you've been sitting in the basement waiting to be elected. No one knows what's going on. Uh, Oscars <laughs> uh, was this last weekend. Yeah. And uh, there was an uh, unfortunate incident there where uh, uh, Chris Walk made a joke about uh jada pink uh, pink smith and uh her husband will smith you know walks up and and um i i think many of you know by now and uh he slapped uh chris rock and it just sent a tidal wave of shock across the world and uh and that's what that's what we're talking about right now yeah absolutely thank you for that mm-hmm. and so the thing is is that um so even back then prior to this recent loss which i i i don't watch the Oscars. Yeah. I, I, yes. But but I have friends that do, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not interested. I'm not interested, but I did see that news, and I did follow up on it and look mm-hmm. at that. But but I think about Whitney Houston. Yes. And um, I thought, when that happened, I thought, why don't they just get together at the Oscars and say, you know what, what let's just shut this whole thing down. Let's go home. We're not going to have Oscars tonight, okay? We're going to shut it down. And we're all going to go home and rethink our lives and, and do some introspection. And what are we doing wrong? How many lemmings have to fall off the uh, Marilyn Monroe, Elvis Presley? How many rock stars do we know? You know, I mean, even, even Tom Petty recently, there was a drug-related uh, death there, from what I understand. Um, how many how many movie stars have to go off? I mean, it's just it's it's, it's in the hundreds. Um, uh, and so to recognize that we're doing something wrong here, you know. Let's shut down the Oscars, go home and rethink life and do things differently, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so when I saw that news about Will Smith slapping uh, Chris Rock, who who did turn the other cheek, by the way. My goodness, literally. Yeah. Um, you know, I, at first, of course, I was angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, our B-roll on Facebook is showing that right now. That was, 
uh, is, is, but a sadness, it's really just as sad. It's just pathetic. It's, and I'm not just saying, you know, Wilson, I'm talking about their human condition. Absolutely. We are, we are pathetic. God have mercy on. on us, mm. uh, as human beings, what's going on in our world. And we see what's going on, uh, at, at the Oscars there. Yeah. I, I feel bad. I'm grateful that, that he apologized. I hope he finds peace. I wish him no harm. Yeah. I wish Will Smith no harm. It was completely wrong. It was yes. really shameful. Uh, and it is, again, a depiction of what are we doing wrong here? Let's shut the Oscars down. Yeah. Shut it down. Let's all go home. You know, for them, for him to go up and get that award after that, yeah. that's just, it's something, it's, it's, it's not right. Yeah, I was wondering, where's the, the PC Patrol police at? Hello, Where, where's where's all the the woke crowd at? You know, uh, where's all the, you know, look what Trump's doing to our society and breaking it down. What do they think this is going to do to our society? Well, there you go. You know, and it's 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 so it's it's very sad. It's very unfortunate that it happened. Yeah. You know, um, if there's any silver lining, it gave everybody something else to talk about. You know, different from the craziness that's going on, the other craziness going on today. But but the the dangerous thing is this this exposes the condition that we're at. and like the human said, condition it's pathetic it's, it's, it's it it is it's, it's critical you know I, I had a great divine appointment mm-hmm. uh, here in Fresno I walk into a business I do some work for National Right Your Congressman yes and um, we do surveys and I connect business owners with Congress and they can sign up as a member and all that so I walk into this business it sounds like a setup for a joke Loto you got the owner who's a, a Orthodox Jew. Wow. Okay. okay, you got the manager who's converted from Protestantism to Catholicism, mm. and then an atheist customer walks in. Okay, the one guy's a Jew, the other guy's a Mexican. <laughs> I'm the white guy, you know. I'm the the the, the evangelist. Yeah. I kid you not. Yeah. And so we had this conversation, and it turns out that this uh, this Mexican man who's an atheist yes. ha- hates Donald Trump. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean to a T. I mean he had a, he actually said he had a business deal with him down in Mexico, wow. and and it didn't go right or whatever. So his bottom line is, is that he absolutely, Donald Trump is the scum of the, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the, the Jewish, Orthodox, he's, he's actually a believing Jew. He, he okay. knows the Tanakh. He knows the Old Testament. Yes. He is hyper-conservative. Oh, he, man. I mean, hyper. He <laughs> is to the point of, you know, Putin is, is the good guy and Ukraine is the bad guy. Wow. I mean, you know, and so, and then, <laughs> wow. so then we get in this conversation. Bottom line is, is that after, you know, all of this intense conversation, and it was, it was Friendly, we were being respectful, yes, sir. but it was a very intense conversation. Okay. Finally, the atheist says, he says, uh, yeah, well, why does God, if you are God is real, why does he allow all this to happen? Mm-hmm. It was such a divine setup because I was able to say, Beca- because we are all falling short. Because we are all murderous wretches. We were talking about how Putin was a murderous wretch, right? No. Because we all deserve judgment. Mm. And it's the mercy of God that he sent his only son to die on the cross for you, the likes of you and I. That he would send his best mm. to die for the worst. That he would give his son and die and shed his blood you, and rise from the dead. So I got to preach the gospel in that context. And here's this Orthodox Jew, this Catholic, and then the atheist. Yes. And and I was passionate when yeah. I said that. It was like, we deserve judgment. Yeah. And yeah. and so, but that's the thing is to recognize that, you know, we, we are uh, uh, blessed that we have the gospel. We have an escape. My goodness. Amen. You know, it says that uh, uh, in Galatians, it says that he, Jesus gave himself, chapter one, 
for us that it might uh, deliver us from this present evil age. Amen. That was 2,000 years ago, Loto. Yes, yes. You know, uh, that he might deliver you and I, yeah. all those that are listening, yeah. from this present evil age. Amen. You know, and I, and I remember sitting in, a, in, in and we were on vacation. I was in my devotions there. And I thought, well, it's not that evil. You know, we're on vacation. It was a nice you know, resort that we were mm-hmm. at. And I saw this little puff this cloud kind of rise up over the horizon. Beautiful setting down there in, in um, uh, down by San Diego. Okay. Uh, and um, and then I, this cloud it became this big cloud. And then all of a sudden, it was this huge billow of smoke. It turns out it was this massive fire. Oh wow! Where that was the fire where like. 15 firemen were killed oh, down yeah. south where they, they, they huddled into the, one of those fire tents or whatever, mm. and the fire came and engulfed them. Oh, yeah. And, and so I'm sitting there looking at yes. Galatians chapter 1, that Jesus who gave himself for us that he might deliver us from this present evil age in, yeah. in this vacation at this resort. I'm thinking, well, it doesn't seem that evil. And literally ashes, or it could have been ashes of some of those firemen. Yeah. And, I, and so realizing that this is an evil age. Yes, sir. And so let's uh, be grateful for the exit that we have in Christ, yeah. um, when these things begin to come to pass, let us lift up our heads for our redemption draws near. Yeah. And so we see these birth bangs and we see what's going on in the Oscars and the veil has been lifted. Mm. It's like the curtain being lifted and then you see the wizard behind. Yep. You know, Will Smith is you and I. I mean, come on. Really? Yeah. What, we, are, are we capable of, am I capable of doing that? I'm capable of doing that. Man. You know, but by the grace of God, he's keeping me because we're walking in holiness, we have the Holy Spirit in us, not the unholy, but the Holy Spirit in us, and we are given the grace and the power of God to resist sin and walk in a life of obedience to Christ. Now, it doesn't mean we don't fall short, but our life is, is a generally a life of obedience in Christ, obedience of faith. It comes from faith in Christ, Amen. that obedience. Amen. It's not in our own self. No. It's in Christ. Yeah. And so that's the answer, and that's the way... I respond to what happened there at the Oscars. Man, amen, amen. You know, and and um, as as you were sharing the story about about the fireman, I remember I remember because I, that's actually one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I think and, yeah, the uh, movie the movie might have been I think it might have been about that. Yes, it fire. was about that. And, yeah, and and it's such a what a vivid picture of uh, thinking that we're okay by our own righteousness. Mm. That our own that our own righteousness will cover us, and and these are for the good people. In Hollywood, yeah. the good people in Fresno, yeah. the good people in in uh, Ukraine, and in mm-hmm. good people in Russia, and good people that that man that lives life really good, and and, and but without Christ, oh my God, without Christ, and, and and if you're dependent on that, you know, it ain't good enough. It, 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 it ain't good enough. Just like the firemen under those tents. Oh, brother, That's you know, so sad. I remember. Um, you know, uh, uh, Ellen DeGeneres gave a check to somebody, mm-hmm. and it was good. It was a good that, thing. That's what I mean. Yes, these are you know, good it, people. It was, yes. good. it was a good thing, and, and, I, and yes. it really felt like the conviction of the Holy Spirit. You know, it was on her show and all that. It was it was to a good cause. It was good, mm-hmm. but it ain't good enough. Yeah, that our righteousness is not good no. enough. It will you know? always be short. Uh, you know, and without Christ. And that yeah. he's a perfect sacrifice. And yeah. and that's why we can walk free. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Freedom from shame and guilt. Amen. Like, uh, freedom from sin. Yeah. You know, it is for freedom that we've been set free. And it says in um, that uh, we sh- sin shall not have dominion over us. In Romans Amen. chapter 6, sin does not have dominion over us. Amen. Now, we do fall. 
But the yeah. power of sin has been broken in our yeah. lives. Yeah. And that's why we must walk in cross-bearing discipleship in obedience to Christ, yes, the obedience of man. faith. And that's the antidote to what's going on in our cult. Yes, sir. Yes. Our culture. Amen. You know, and that's the antidote for what's going on in the church yeah. with uh, so many failings and people backsliding and such is that we must walk in holiness and obedience of faith. Now, that's, now, now let me tie that. Let yep. me tie that up. Yep. back to, to, to Houston and, and, and to First Love. Yeah. You know, in that scenario at the Oscar, you, you said that, man, that Will Smith represented a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And that's right. But the the one that we should be like is Denzel Washington. Now, what did he do? Because he's such a great yes, man of amazing, God. Man, yes. What? How did he? What did he do? So he. So immediately after when it happened, he uh, went to Will Smith and he pulled him aside and he had to talk with him. Uh, and 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 I love I love the word that he gave him. He said, "You need to be careful." He said, "Look, it is that your." I, I'm paraphrasing. He said, "It is at your highest moment, your highest pinnacle, that the devil's going to come after you." You have oh, to be careful. Oh, my. You know? Is that what he told him? Yes. You know, I don't think that was verbatim, but paraphrasing, yes. My, you know, that, that is, was, you know, it was in that God line bless of encouragement. Denzel. Yes. And, and, and so you're, you're talking about earlier how we have pastors, you know, who, who, who almost seems above correction, but no, we need to love them enough to correct them. We need to love them enough to pull them aside, right? Uh, uh, many of us, even Christians, you know, you're absolutely right. We, we want to be like Will Smith. And we want to go yank them right into the public eye and then scold them and beat them and say, well, you're doing this wrong. You're supposed to be the man of God. You're supposed to be the pastor. You're supposed to set the example. And that's absolutely right. But that's probably not the right way to do it, though. And I loved how Denzel, instead of going up there and, and then yelling, you know, hey, you you know better than this. You know, no, he pulled him aside. Um, when we were, uh, we were doing a missions trip in uh, Tonga, uh, one of our team members, uh, Audrey Arce, daughter of the legend, Larry Arce, uh, Pastor Arce. Um, I, I, I'll never forget, uh, I, 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 had to, I had to share something with her, you know, and, and it, was, it was a correction, you know, but, it was, you know, we're in a van, you know, and, and, I, and, I, uh, and I, you know, and I set it out in a further other people. And I remember when she said, she said, thank you, Loto. And then, uh, and then uh, she, you know, to the side, she told me, uh, Loto, I just want you to know, you know, my, uh, one of my mentors taught me that, you praise in public, but you coach in private. Mm. Man, that that sends so much conviction because she was absolutely right. Yes, absolutely. You're listening to Kingdom Talk Radio, 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town every Saturday, Kingdom Talk Radio from 12 to 1. Uh, we're grateful that you're listening in, and we're just wanting to bring a word of encouragement, a word of uh, discernment, um, a word of of repentance and yes. returning to our first love, Return. having our hearts right before God, and then having that discernment to discern between good and evil. It says, uh, uh, strong meat of the word belongs to those who are of full age. Amen. Those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern between good and evil. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He, he that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. Mm. He says, but, but strong meat belongs to those who are mature. That's in, that's in Hebrews chapter five there. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what we're wanting to do is we want to lay some meat on the table here. We're throwing some meat on the grill and we're wanting to have a feast before the Lord. But, Amen. but we have to look at the fact that in talking about these challenges, these are, these are difficult times. These are times where we need yeah. 
the Holy Spirit, to be led of the Holy Spirit, to navigate. And boy, that was such an admonition that Denzel Washington gave for us. Yes. At our pinnacle yes. is when the it's, it's, he's always trying to get in. But boy, at, at a time of, a, of, a, of, a, of great yep. success, the enemy really wants to take people yep. down. Yep. And we yeah. have to be careful and humble in our own lives, recognize, yes. don't we? Yeah. Yes. So, so the thing is, but we also know that uh, Governor Newsom, yeah. you know, he's uh, uh, appointed the first transgender judge uh, here in California. And so um, this is a man that has transitioned into being a woman. Uh, and we don't know all the details behind that person. Mm-hmm. So uh, chances are he was not born with any sort of uh, anomaly anatomically that would uh, cause that, but maybe a very, very small percentage of people do. And as we've mentioned before, yeah. they have nothing but compassion and concern and want to handle that with tender, loving care. Amen. If somebody's born with that to, to be, uh, accepting and, and supportive and loving, that, that's what we're talking about. And even for those that are transitioning, many of them are confused. They're duped. They're, they're not seeing clearly and, and we need to have compassion. Yeah. But when a sitting governor you know, sanctify or actually sanctions, sanctions, um, you know, this kind of confusion and promotes it. See, yeah. that's what we're talking about. We got to discern here between the ideology, the philosophy, the lies and the love that we have for people that are struggling. And Jesus was the harshest with the Pharisees, the leaders. You know, he, he said, be not many teachers. No, you should not. Uh, James says, be not many teachers. No, you not that you shall receive the stricter judgment. And so, so the point is, though, is that he appoints this transgender judge as I'm so progressive, I'm so loving and liberal that I'm going to push to the top this transgender judge, you know, and we just had a judge that was on, has she been confirmed yet? No. Nope. Uh, yep. She's having a difficult time. Okay. Um, and she can't discern between uh, a man and a woman, mm-hmm. and she's going to discern at the su- Supreme Court level, which we know she can. She's just kowtowing to the woke left, you know, uh, Judge Brown. You know, mm-hmm. she, So the point, though, is that um, what does it look like in the rest of the world when they look at America and they see things like what's going on with, in California with this judge? Yeah. Well, it's sad because you know a lot of folks, again, like I said last time, you know, they, they look as, at us as, as the Satan, you know. Yeah. And uh, and a lot of the decisions that we make, you know, actually helps their arguments, you know. Um, but like you said, you know, all these things, regardless of how they look at us, we need to do all these things in love. You know, the same way that Christ would approach it, you know. Um, it's 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 really, yes, it's, it's not simple. It's definitely complicated. So here's the simple way we handle it. Love. And care, just like, you know, you mentioned earlier, cannot stress, uh, overstress that, you know, but at the same time, like we mentioned earlier, is we have to bring truth with it too, because we need to love them enough to tell them the truth. We need to do do otherwise, it's just selfish, because it doesn't even help them, it only self-serves us, you know, but this, you know, and, and speaking of the Judge Brown, she's having a very difficult time getting nominated, there's, there's a lot of, lot of facts, speaking of truth, there's a lot of things coming out now. That they were trying to hide, you know. So, so uh, um, yes, we, we don't know all the details about the, the transgender judge, you know. But these are the signs of the times, folks. These, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, not that I want to go back to the caveman days, 
you know, but this would not even be a question. You know, it's amazing that we're actually having these discussions and these are real things happening now. And so now we need to consider what, what, what do we look like to other people, but we really need to consider is what kind of country do we want to live our kids well, and, and our grandkids? And how do we uh, approach somebody that's struggling with this uh, yes. gender confusion? Yes, sir. Uh, is it the loving thing to just encourage them and, you know, call them by their new name and, and their new gender? I, I don't know that that's, that's the right response in mm-hmm. many cases. Uh, I, I think that uh, there are many who have transitioned and then they regret it and they've said, why didn't somebody tell me that, that I was uh, making a mistake? Why didn't somebody exactly. love me enough to yes. say that God created me as a man or a woman and I need to, I need to step into that role and, and, and identify as what I truly am and keep me from mutilating my own body? That's yeah. what people are saying that yeah. have done this. So I don't believe it's, it's the loving thing to affirm that and encourage people down that path. Like I said, we need to love them enough to tell them the truth. That's the point. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and also, if we truly believe what they're doing is wrong, yes, we need to tell them. But then we also, that also means that we need to accept that one day, Lord willing, they're going to realize that it was wrong. Yeah. So we need to stick around and we need to be there for that moment because when that moment hits them, we're going to see a flood of all different kind of anxieties, emotions, depression, confusion on a whole nother level, on a level they've never experienced right. before because they're going to run into the truth and it's going to hit them really, really hard. And we need to be there. We need to be there to hold and to carry because dealing with that is like dealing with any other sin. I, I still right. remember when I realized my sin and that was my pride and how selfish I was. I thought I was everybody's best friend. I had no idea I was my own best friend. Mm. And I was so selfish. And, and again, the emptiness I experienced, like it, the truth just really hit me so hard. And I thank Jesus. That's why I can't get over him. And I thank him that he was right there to catch me. So if we really believe that this lifestyle is wrong, then, then we, we got to believe that they're going to realize one day. Because God's not just going to let them just think that and just roll with it. God is going to throw in every warning post, you know, and that's that most of the time it comes from us. If he has to use rocks, he will, you know, if he has to use other, you know, signs, billboards, well, he, he will, God will make sure that they know it's wrong. And when they get to the point that it's wrong, it's, it, that reality is going to kick and it's going to hurt and, mm. and they're going to need us to be there to catch them. Boy, that would be a, a great ministry opportunities there yes. to, to lead somebody, you know, back to some, First some sanity love. and first love, Come you know, back to the first you know, love. real quickly, we need to mention that uh, the governor also opened up the door to infanticide. Yes. You know, we only have a minute here, but, mm-hmm. uh, so basically up to 20, what are they saying? Up to 24 days or something? 28 days. After, after. the birth. Yeah. I mean, this is murder, yeah. you know, and this is what this governor is doing, uh, in, in opening up the door to this, uh, uh atrocity, um, so this is uh, hard to believe that's actually happening, but it is. And, uh, you know, California is uh, definitely going down a path towards a cliff. But you know what? We're not. We're citizens of the kingdom. And we are going to walk in the light as he is in the light. And we will have fellowship one with another. Yeah. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son. And so in light of these challenges, brothers and sisters, let's be encouraged. Let's go forth. In faith, yes. let's go forth in love and know that Jesus Christ is King. He's Lord. He's on the throne and that we have such a great hope in Christ 
Yes, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Let's move forward in faith and love and return to that first love and glorify Christ in our thoughts and deeds. God bless you all. Have a great day.